the Sunbury Power Station. I'm thinking this morning, what does it take to provide electricity for every building in the valley? Every business, every factory, every store, every home. Think of all that went into that power station, I'm sure an ongoing process. Think of all the money it took, the capital that had to be raised and put together. Thinking of the intelligence over the years, the learning curve of all the engineering and all the experience that it would take to bring together such a a project. Think of the planning that had to be done and the paperwork and the schedules and the number of labor hours that went into it. Thinking of all the people's opinions about where it was built and the regulations and approvals and all that it took to bring about this amazing power plant. The power that comes out of it. And then on a much smaller scale, a very different scale, I'm thinking about what it takes to power this building. I know there's a lot of miles of lines and power cords and wires and machines and electricity and computers, lights, and years and years of experience. I want to say thank you for all that that goes on here, and the power that's provided. And then I'm thinking today about an even more important power source in our lives. I believe far more important than the electricity that we get, although that's really important. And if we plug it in and it don't work, then we know it. And I'm thinking of how important it is that we come to this place and have a privilege and opportunity to be together and be reminded of things that we believe or challenged with new things that we might not believe. But I'm thinking today about the importance of the power of God's Spirit. And how without it, we're really sunk spiritually. Without the power of the Holy Spirit of God, then we're just going through the motions in so many ways. Today, you may know, is Pentecost Sunday, celebrated in many places around the world. Usually, we, on this Sunday, think about and talk about the importance and meaning of Pentecost. And it's been on my mind today, the power of Pentecost the importance of God's holy living Spirit inside of my life in order to help me and show me what He wants me to do. So the power of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit today, I want to talk for a a few minutes. I have a few things I want to say about the Holy Spirit. I want to say some things today about why we need the Holy Spirit. Why is the Holy Spirit important? Why do we even talk about it? Pentecost Sunday, no small Sunday, in the importance and meaning of the Christian faith and and what we believe as Christians, as those that are seeking to live out a Christian life. And I would expect that most of you here are in that category. Some of you may be at the place that you're 
You're making decisions about what you believe and do you believe in God? Do you believe that He exists? And do you believe, as Hebrews says, that He rewards those that diligently seek Him? Today, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is also a very important part of your belief system because God is three. He is one. God is manifested in what's called the Trinity. You've heard that term, I'm sure, many times before. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. All three of those are equally important to understanding the identity of who God is. The Holy Spirit is called by some people the the third person of the Trinity. We think of God the Father first. He's the one that that, uh, created the world through His Son, actually. But God the Father that is in heaven, eternal, omniscient. That means He knows everything. He's been there forever. He plans. He's thinking. He's watching over us. We think of when Jesus Christ came to the world. He he came the Son of God. The second person in the Trinity. Fully God. Jesus was born a baby. I talked about that a, a few weeks ago. Incredible that all the ways that God could have come. He came in the form of a baby. And He grew up to be a man. The Son of God. Fully God and fully man to take on the sins of the world. How important it is to understand who God the Father is and God the Holy Spirit is, but then also how important it is to understand who the Holy Spirit is, an equal part of God, the expression of the personality of God. It might be a little bit, maybe not as easy to get a handle on the who the Holy Spirit is and why we should even think about the Holy Spirit, but boy, the, the Bible and God's Word gives us many, many reasons why we should not only be thinking about the Holy Spirit, but also embracing the identity of the Holy Spirit and who He is in our lives. The important question is, do I have, do I know, am I connected to God's Holy Spirit in my life? Is what I believe about Jesus, what I believe about God, is it connected to what the Bible says about the importance of the Holy Spirit? So today I'd like you to to think for a few minutes about the importance and meaning of the Holy Spirit in your life. I want to read from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. So if you have a Bible or you want to follow along on on your phone or in the pew and you want to use a Bible, the words are there. The book of Acts, chapter 2, going to read eight verses, and then I'm going to read four more a little bit later. Listen to what happened on the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on them all. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven, When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? There was this amazing outpouring at this moment in human history. This is one of those moments of incredible change. Amazing demonstration from God of something that was so important. And there are quite a few 
times that you could say that that's recorded in the Bible. Certainly, 49 days ago, we were talking about the resurrection of Jesus and that moment when somehow God brought to life the Lord Jesus Christ from the tomb. This is another, a second event like that. All of a sudden, God reached down from heaven and He sent the fullness of Himself in the Holy Spirit. I think the Holy Spirit is the hardest of the three of the, of, of the Trinity to understand because it seems so mysterious to us. We can read the stories of Jesus, but the Holy Spirit it seems more invisible, more that we have to read about and understand and perceive differently. But the person of the Holy Spirit is just as real and present and true as Jesus was when He came. The Holy Spirit is God Himself expressed. There was this explosion, if you think about it like this, of God's presence into the world on the day of Pentecost in a way different than He had ever done before. All throughout the Old Testament, God's Spirit came to the earth. He spoke to people. He worked miracles. And then the Holy Spirit receded away back to heaven. But on the day of Pentecost, God said, it's going to be different. Now my spirit will dwell with men and I will be with him. And I will go and be with my people. It was a promise. The Holy Spirit was a promise. Jesus promised it, in fact. Jesus said, Jesus said, I am going away, but when I do, my Father will spend, send His Holy Spirit to be with you. It's not that all of a sudden Pentecost happened and nobody realized it or thought about it. It wasn't a surprise to God. It was God's plan. And then in the Old Testament, the prophet Joel says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Joel, in several places in the Old Testament, looked forward to that day and that moment when God's Spirit's going to come and be there. So the question is, why? And what is the role of the Holy Spirit in my life? The Holy Spirit is God's permanent gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift that God gives to us of His presence and His purpose. Permanent gift. I want you to think about those, both of those words today. Gift and permanent gift. See, God gave His Holy Spirit because He wants to help us. He cares about us. He loves us. First of all, He made us in His image. God created you. And if that's true that He created you, He also wants a relationship with you. His Holy Spirit is because He cares about you. He loves you. God sent His Holy Spirit because He is for you. You might wonder, does God notice me? Does God care about my life? Does He care about my circumstances? The truth is, God sent His Holy Spirit because He loves you so much and He cares about your life. And He wants your life to be on track. God didn't send the Holy Spirit so you have somebody looking over your shoulder and making sure you don't mess up. That's not the role of the Holy Spirit. The role of the Holy Spirit is God's presence to help you and be with you and guide you. So when you think about the importance of the gift, realize that it's a wonderful gift from God. It's one of His greatest gifts that God could possibly give us is the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's a way that God says to every one of us, I'm for you. I want your life to be blessed. I want you to know the reality of, of my presence all the time in you and guiding you. God sent His Holy Spirit as a permanent gift, not so that the Spirit would come and go from your heart and your life, but that you would sense Him and you would feel Him 
constantly in your life, day after day, and in all your circumstances, good and bad, that you would know that God's Spirit is with you. That's a wonderful gift. That's the marvel of the love of God is that He sends His Holy Spirit. We're also told in the Scripture that the Holy Spirit is for every believer. The Holy Spirit is for every believer. It is a part of the the gift of God of salvation. When you come to the place in your life that you accept and you by faith ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you for your sins and you realize that you can't do it on yourself and you say, okay, God, I ask Jesus to forgive me. Part of the gift of salvation is that He gives you the Holy Spirit. It's like a a special gift that he, He gives you. When God offers you salvation, He doesn't force you to take it. He doesn't smash it over your head and say, you've got to be saved. No. A relationship with God is a gift. And it comes from the heart of an eternal, infinite, loving God who cares about you and loves you. And He offers you that gift. He won't make you take it. We're called children of choice, or we have free will. That means that we're able to choose yes or no about our relationship with God. I know some people around you might want to tell you what you've got to do. Maybe you've got to do that. You've got to do this. Maybe your parents, maybe somebody in your life. But I just want to say to you today, nobody can make you receive who God is. You've got to choose to do it in the depth of, of your choice of faith. We all have a choice. Faith is a choice. You have to step across a certain line in order to believe and receive the gift that God gives you. And the Holy Spirit is like that. When you say, yes, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me and come into my life, God says, okay, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. That's part of the gift. The Holy Spirit then is to be a part of who you are, who you're listening to and what you're responding to and how you're making choices and decisions in your life, the Holy Spirit. But again, it's a gift. God will not make you obey the Holy Spirit. God will not make you listen to the Holy Spirit, but He he offers it to you. And it's a love gift. It's not a gift that's bad or harsh or wrong. The Holy Spirit is God's love. And He says, I offer it to you. Here it is. This is what I have for you. The gift of the Holy Spirit. I guess I kind of like for us, when I think about even the, the word Holy Spirit, the word gift, and what a real gift means. How precious the Holy Spirit is. There are a lot of things that we can say about what the Holy Spirit does, and I'm going to give you five words. Number one, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's described by that way in the Bible. He's our helper. He's your helper. He's not to put a burden on you and make it harder. The Holy Spirit's your helper. He wants to help you to live a good life. A life that's blessed. A life that's full of joy. Oh, the Holy Spirit wants to help you. You know, some people are givers and some people are takers. You know, we know what that's like. Sometimes the people around us just tend to be such giving and helpful and kind and positive and they're always wanting to, to give. That's what God's Holy Spirit is. He wants to give. He wants to help. He's our teacher. 
He wants to help us to see things the way they really are. He wants us to see and to hear truth. It's God's truth. And the Holy Spirit knows that. So I like the word illuminate. The Holy Spirit illuminates things for those that are listening. Shows that flashlight in a dark place where we're not sure where to go. We're not sure which way our steps are going to take. We're we're not sure what we should do. We're not sure how to deal with our past. We're not sure how to deal with our sin. The Holy Spirit turns on the light. Hey, this is how God can help you here. This is what God says to you. Holy Spirit is God's presence all the time in your life. Holy Spirit, when you become a believer, doesn't just come and go and say, okay, I'm, I'm taking... I'm taking the next few days off. I'm gone. The Holy Spirit, somehow an infinite God, is able to do that. His presence completely in the life of the believer. Again, He doesn't force His way into your life. He is there when you invite Him. And He will help you when your heart is saying, Yes, God, speak to me. He gives direction. People who call out to the Spirit of God say, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my future. I might not do it. To, I don't know what to do with school. I don't know what to do with a relationship. I don't know what to do about finances. He is one that directs us. He helps us to take steps that are in the good and the right direction. See, all these things about the Holy Spirit are good things. They're blessings. They're loving. That's who the Holy Spirit is. And the fifth one I'm going to mention today is conscience. The Holy Spirit helps to show us what's best. Where we ought to be careful. Holy Spirit is there when we've been too hard on somebody and something on the inside says, you know what, maybe, maybe you need to back up a little bit. Maybe you need to... Maybe that which you're taking into your mind and your spirit really isn't helping you. The Holy Spirit is your conscience. It's your guide. It's your helper. It's the one that comes along beside you. Well, the Holy Spirit, I want you to know today, is so important for you to live a Christian life. And it's the gift of God and it's permanent. See, on the day of Pentecost, something happened, something changed, and it was, it was incredible. Number one, there was this, just this explosion of witnessing for Jesus. That's part of the results of, of the day of Pentecost is Peter stood up and started preaching. Here's this fisherman who's always getting into trouble and man on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit hit Peter and boy, Peter stood up and he started telling people about Jesus. That's what Jesus said. He said, when my Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be my witnesses. And you have Peter, this, this amazing man who had such a checkered problems and past and But on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit hit Peter, boy, did Peter stand up. Jesus' words are being fulfilled. You are my witnesses. Just think about the change in Peter. If you know much about Peter, one of the disciples of Jesus, the incredible change that went on in this man. Man. He was overrun by the Holy Spirit. I think, okay, that's a great story. That was back 2,000 and so years ago. That was then. That was then. But what about now? 
How does that affect me? Yeah, Peter's story is amazing. If you take time to read it. But what about the Holy Spirit now? And I say, what about me? What about you? What about you when you're looking in the mirror? Spiritually. What about you when you take the time to step back and say, who am I? I want to tell you something about the Holy Spirit that I didn't read yet in the Scripture. And it's very powerful to me in what it says. Moving on in that same chapter toward the end of that chapter, I want to read verses 36 through 38. Therefore, let all... This is, Pete, this is the end of Peter's sermon. These are the last two verses. I read the first part. Now I'm reading the last part. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Now listen especially to these last two verses. I think they are so important. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then the last verse. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. This promise is for you and your children. See, this is Peter talking to us. He preached the gospel. He gave the invitation. Then he kind of stopped and said, this promise is for the rest of you. Every generation. Every generation that's going to come has this opportunity if they will receive the Holy Spirit. And they will listen. This is for your children. Those of you that are parents today, grandparents, how important is the Holy Spirit in your life? Staying close to the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit speaks, the Holy Spirit nudges, the Holy Spirit says anything to us. What about you, parents, grandparents? Are you living an example that says to your kids, I care deeply about the Spirit of God? I want to walk in fellowship to His Spirit. See, we, we can kind of have two philosophies about the Holy Spirit. We can have this philosophy. God, whatever you want to say to me, can be the philosophy on the right. I need you. I want you. Or we can be, oh, I don't need that. I'm pretty much good enough. I got it on my own. I got this thing. I got religion. I, I got it. Or this. Oh, God wants you to have the Holy Spirit. He wants you to know He's real. Most of us, not all of us, I'm sure today would be here and say, yes, I believe in God. I do. I, you know. 
Some would say, oh, oh, he's so close to me. Others would say, yeah, I know he's there, but I'm just, I don't always feel sure. I'm not sure. I want you to know that God wants to pour that spirit into your life. Be real and true in your heart and your spirit today. So I say to you today, are you like this? Or are you like this? To God's spirit, his gift is incredible. And he wants you to have it today. Would you stand, please? We sang a chorus right before the little video, Spirit of the Living God. I'm wondering if, could we sing that again? Hannah, are you able to pull that up? And Debbie, could you lead us in this chorus? just want to ask you to say to God's Spirit today, if this is your heart, then just talk to Him right where you're at. If you want to come and pray, maybe say something public here. Hey, this is what I want. Want to be open to the Spirit. You're welcome to come and pray. Sing that with us, please. Father, I thank you today for the gift of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your spirit, God, that you give freely, you give openly. Lord God, it's a gift. You want to bless us because you love us. As one speaker said recently, you're crazy about us. Your Holy Spirit is to provide that help and strength, God, if we're open to it. I pray that we would have our hearts open to your Holy Spirit. We'd respond to it. And we'd be thankful for it. Lord God, you would help us to know that relationship with you does give us an opportunity to respond to you. Make it real. Make it true deep within. Thank you for a great God that you are. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being here today. Glad you came. God bless.